0: Hey folks, it's Carl over at Sterling Health and & Fitness and thanks for tuning in. So today I am very excited and very honored to have a very special guest with me to talk about a lot of things having to do with health and fitness and he happens to be the President of the National Academy of Sports Medicine and it's my great honor to introduce Andrew Wyant. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate, appreciate you having me on. Well, I appreciate you taking this time to share with my viewers and with the world about a few different things that we're going to talk about. And so, we're getting right into it here. Um, First of all, we're coming at you from Optima, which is the first uh, NASM conference. We're in Chandler, Arizona, and it's been an amazing week here, a fantastic event. And a lot of things have come up this week that uh, I haven't really thought of in the same way uh, previous to getting here as I am now. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I wanted to ask you is, what trends do you see happening in health in the world of
1: health? Well, you know, it's fascinating. When I think about what's been happening in the world of health, the discussion has changed a bit from where it once was. Weight loss was once a huge conversation and you constantly see people talking about that. And the way that the conversation has shifted now is people are beginning to understand a little bit more about the fact that it's all interconnected. And when people think about diabetes, they think about heart disease, they think about uh, other major killers, the connection to what we eat has changed. People are understanding that much more. Now, the understanding is there, and people are having that clear connection, but what's not happening yet is the action's not happening. The problem of obesity in America is not changing. Now, in many ways, it's plateaued, and that's wonderful to hear on that side, that it's not continuing to get worse, but the trend of getting this understanding of what it is that causes these diseases and that connection back there is one of the clearest things. And that health connection then leads you to start to think about, well, how can I control my weight? What can I do? And that's where the world of personal training can come in. Right. So
0: next question. And you kind of you started to touch on this, the behavioral aspect.
1: Do you see trends in behavior changing at all? I, I wish I could say yes. I wish I could say that what's happened is, is that Uh, behaviors and the influencing of behaviors has changed dramatically. Uh, Unfortunately, I think that there's so much wonderful information around psychology, around motivation, all that out there, and it hasn't led to people being able to have great interventions. So at the National Academy of Sports Medicine, or NASM, we've worked on a program that we call behavior change specialization, Mm -hmm. and that behavior change specialization has everything to do with figuring out what are the things that motivate you. What are the things that influence you? So we look at how ready are you to change and what are the factors that would lead you to change? And we take those two things in a a matrix of possibilities and those two inputs would lead you as a personal trainer to figure out how do I help a person? If they're motivated by their relationships with others and they're ready to start working, then maybe what they need to do is they need to be in a group setting and they need to get their friends involved. And if there's somebody who's motivated by or influenced by goals and having goal setting and they're ready to move forward, then perhaps what they need is their personal trainer or someone to set, okay, you need to walk 10,000 steps a day. And then setting that as a goal, measuring that information, and providing that back. And because everyone's different, the idea that I think once existed was there's this one fit size fits all approach to uh, motivating people. You know, it's the old fashioned coach, like go in there and go in and give it. I think people are more sophisticated about that, but the results for America at this point, they're not in yet. And so things like this uh, behavior change specialization and other programs need to influence people to move forward. Yeah, that's actually my next certification. That's fantastic, (laughs) I think you're gonna love it.
0: it. Yeah, I I will, I love all that kind of stuff. So, you know, trainers, um, in your talk here uh, the other day, you mentioned how trainers are the front line of defense, the first line of defense against Health disease, lots of things. And what more can you
1: share about that? Your thoughts about that? Well, when you think about what's happened with the Affordable Health Care Act, and you think about where uh, funding and reimbursement is for medicine, you know these diseases are very largely controllable. And if you think about the cost of sending someone to a hospital emergency room and then take that down to seeing a specialist, and then take that down to seeing a general practitioner, and then take that down to a nurse practitioner. And as you go through each one of those steps along that funnel, what you find is, is that if you address the problem earlier, you can save dramatically on the cost throughout the healthcare system. And if you keep that logic going forward from that nurse practitioner out to the next step before you got there. Where you find yourself is you find yourself at the gym, you find yourself in a situation where you're looking at group fitness professionals and personal training professionals where the intervention can happen much sooner and it can save our country and our own pocketbooks billions and billions of dollars and if you think about that as the single largest growing part of our government spending and our deficits, if personal trainers can be that front line and if group fitness professionals can be that front line and we can help control the, 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 the inputs to those huge costs on the outside, it's, it says that there's a huge future for personal training. Yeah, it's interesting. Those are great
0: points. Um, tra- trainers are,
1: we are able to do a lot to help people. Absolutely. And, and by the uh, way, corrective exercise is a great example of that. Yeah, it sure is. When you spot an imbalance or you spot something as a personal trainer, you can be there long before that hip reaches a point or that knee reaches a point where it's going to need a more serious intervention. And it's not, it's yeah. not to say that, that this is making a personal trainer into a physical therapist, but in many ways what it does is it gives you the capacity to be able to understand what the issues are and come up with strategies as to how you can help that person. Yeah, I'll tell
0: you, I've talked with uh, Brent Brookbush and a bunch of uh, master instructors about this. and. When we've interviewed, I, I tell them the CES is the single best tool in my toolbox as a trainer because without Absolutely. that, training's not the same. Right. It really it's is. not that you can't do any good for people, but you can really add to the quality of service that you give to your clients through uh, using corrective techniques. Absolutely. I so mean, it, it, everyone should have it. That brings me to one more question I'd like to ask you. Right. The question I'd like to ask you is, what's going on at National Academy of Sports Medicine? I, mean, I know the company has gone through tremendous growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're doing amazing things, by the way. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. It's uh, I, I feel highly honored to be a part of this community of uh, trainers and professionals. Um, it's it's second to none in the business, well, and uh, this event is proof of the great knowledge that uh, NASM teaches. teaches us through these great people. So
1: there's a lot of growth going on. What, what's happening? What's in store for NASM? Well, it's, uh, it's funny. There are really kind of three separate things that are going on in NASM, all of which are really leading us to have this kind of growth. The first part is, when we were talking earlier, I mentioned the idea that personal trainers and fitness professionals are the front line of defense. What we did, fundamentally, is we started saying to people who have a passion for fitness, who want to help others, that you can become a personal trainer that if you want to change your life and the lives of others, you can become a personal trainer by getting your CPT. And that advertising and marketing message, we went out and we started, you'll see us on uh, Mike on Mike and Mike on ESPN or you'll find us on you know, various television and radio shows. And that message has resonated with people. And what we've heard back is that people want to change and they want to make their worlds better and they want to help other people. So the first thing is, is that... What's going on is we're growing, and we're growing significantly, because there's an obesity epidemic that's driving the need, Uh, there's an aging of the population that's driving a need, and so the market keeps growing in that way, and we want to make sure that we can help the market and satisfy that need with more personal trainers. The second thing that you're seeing at NASM is a, a renewed focus on what is it that makes somebody extraordinary as a personal trainer. What are the tools that you can talk about? We talk about corrective exercise mm-hmm. and you think about things. I can tell you I never thought about stretching. I never thought about it because I didn't think about myself as a, an elite athlete and I had no idea of what an impact it has on movement. We all move and when you think about the science of movement and how you can help improve it and how you can address imbalances, it's not about getting huge and bulked up and you know getting buff. It's actually about, for a lot of people, it's about being able to get out of the car and stand up confidently and be able to walk to their house without worrying about falling. And so when you start to think about uh, where we head, where we head is continued research on the technical side so that an NASM personal trainer who has these credentials is somebody who is really uniquely qualified to help. So for us, you know, one is growth, two is research and continued product development. And then the third is an expansion. And what we have done in the last few weeks is, as a part of our parent company, we have purchased the largest group fitness company in the world, AFA. And now AFA is going to be folded into the NASM family so that the AFA family of products will ultimately be a part of NASM dealing with group fitness. And so what it turns out is is that personal trainers wind up with an incredible body of knowledge who can really help an individual, but a group session is much harder because you now have all these people in a room and you don't have the capacity for a personal trainer to be able to go in and pinpoint an individual's needs and provide them with individualized instruction. So what we want to do is take the science that has gone into making great personal trainers and have that help make even better group fitness professionals. The two are never going to be the same thing, but by making that, yet another, better, highly elevated credential, where you clearly find people who are going to help you in a group setting, that's really another part of the expansion and growth of NASM. So it's going down the road. We're going to continue growing by bringing in new audiences, We're going to bring out better products and, and more enhancements in research, and then finally continue to expand into new areas. That's great. I'll tell you, this alpha acquisition is uh,
0: it's beautiful. It's a great thing. It's going, to, it's going to be great to reach a lot of people that way.
1: They, no, uh, they the have millions of people. Millions of people. Right? Millions. AFA has already certified over 250,000 people. And the way I think about it is if they had 20 people in a class, and they had 250,000 people, you would have reached 5 million people. There you go. Right there. And so if we can reach 5 million people and help them to lead healthier lives, those 5 million people live in households where there are another 5 million people in that house. Maybe they're going to have better meals. They're going to have more nutritious meals that are, you know, helping them to lead better lives. So I feel excited about the fact that NASM is a part of helping to make America a healthier country. Yeah, me too. That's really good. That's fantastic.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Is there any, uh, anything you'd like to say before we wrap up? In closing,
1: any, any last thoughts you want to share? Sure. I, I would say that we at NASM have such incredible passion for helping people. And what we want to do is we want to serve others. We want to serve those people who then serve others. So our service is to help personal trainers be the best they can be. And our hope is, is that by serving them in that way, they can go out and serve their communities and help other people. And it's, it's such a wonderful feeling when you wake up in the morning feeling like I'm doing something that's helping people. And so that's what I love about NASM. And what I would say to everyone who's listening or watching this program is to say, you know, We have it in ourselves, all of us, to make a difference and drive this thing forward. And so I feel like if we all contribute in some small way, we're going to solve these problems, and we're going to make this world a better place. Yeah, that's great. Well, it's been a real honor, a pleasure Thank you as my
0: guest. Pleasure to be here. You're doing such amazing things. Um, I know you're going to continue, and I look forward to seeing this growth and being a part of the growing family. So it was fantastic well thank you so much I really appreciate it well thank you and folks be sure to go to nasm.org especially if you're thinking of being a trainer or if you're already a trainer check out the other uh, certifications and uh, credentials that are available CES, PES, FNS, GFS I mean there I have those <laughs> and, but there's a lot out there and also be sure to check out sterlinghealthoffitness.com where we have an Ask the Expert podcast interview series and you'll see dozens of interviews uh, with mostly NASM master instructors. (laughs) So I've I've been uh, very fortunate to immerse myself and they've been very giving of their time and their information, helping me learn so I can share it with you. So um, thank you again, Andrew. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank Thank you for watching everyone. Have a great day.